Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We're grateful to have you join us today. We're finishing our series on looking for fun in the midst of yuck with when you don't feel joy, but feel like you should. This conversation is between April and our counselor, Britt Smith. Thanks for listening. We hope this episode will provide you with practical solutions for positive change. Welcome back, everyone. This is April Bordeaux from Care to Change. I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen to our podcast. I'm so excited about today's topic. We are closing out a series this month entitled Looking for the Fun in the Midst of Yuck. And so far, we've had Jared Jones, who talked about when life doesn't feel fun anymore. And Danielle talked about when you dread going to work. And then I shared a little bit about what happens when being married is no longer fun. And then Mike talked about how to help your kids find fun outside of technology. See, these are all really relevant topics. So I want to encourage you to listen to any of those that sound interesting to you. And today will be no different. We have Britt Smith with us. Again, one of my all-time favorite guests. I, I feel like I say that to everybody, so I don't know if that's really fair, but I do love having you here, Britt. And today's topic is when you don't feel joy, but you know that you should. So Britt, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you so much. Last year, we did a podcast on what to do when everything goes wrong. Yeah. And that was a really powerful podcast. And I know it had a lot of hits. And so when we were outlining what we thought our listeners would want to hear, how to feel joy or when you don't feel joy, but you know you should, I definitely thought of you because of your story and sort of where you've been and just how you exude joy to the people that know you. And so I'm glad you're here today. Thanks. It's nice to chat, switch it up, switch the pace up. Yeah, a little bit. And you know, this is an important topic because as Christians, we hear this term joy and we don't always feel this thing, Mm -hmm. joy. It's down in our heart. Right. Oh, you've got the joy, joy, joy down in your heart. Where? (laughs) Okay. So it's the end of the day, folks, when we're recording this. So, (laughs) you know, I hope this is fun for you. You know, it's about joy. Why can't you have a little bit of fun? So that's what we're going to talk about today. When you don't feel joy, but you know, you should. And I, I know that word should and where it takes us and ask us offline what we really believe about the word should. But the Bible says we should feel joy. Um, but I think we need to start with saying, you know, well, what does what is joy? Let's actually just define it first. Yeah. When I was looking up yesterday about joy, Webster, you know, the yeah. all things Webster, says that there are three meanings of joy. A feeling of great happiness. That's one of them. A source or cause of great happiness, something or someone that gives joy to someone. Success in doing, finding, or getting something. All of those things are joy. When I was reading about this, there's another one. The verb of joy is to experience great pleasure or delight. But I was thinking, I'm like, these all are like the things that are happening to me are causing joy. Right, right. And I was like... I don't feel like that's fulfilling I because if you might looking, be wrong this time. Yeah. Because if you're looking for other people to give you your joy, I don't think you're going to find it. Right. It's just like, it'll be a roller self-worth. coaster. Ride, right? If you're looking for other people, which to me, self-worth is the value I put on myself, mm-hmm. self-esteem, 
is what I do. Right. And so you can't really find joy from other people. I don't, I mean, I'm sure you can. They bring joy, but the state of being of joy doesn't come Mm. from others. It comes from yourself. Inside. Yes. And I think that, I think that's the point that you're making that there's a difference between being happy about circumstances or something or someone and feeling joy within despite circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that's really what we want to get at today. Yes. That we can find joy in our relationships and we can find joy in things that happen. I find joy in serving at Care to Change and seeing families find their hope and um, women in marriages find their purpose again. Like Mm -hmm. that gives so much joy. Mm -hmm. But if I count on others or circumstances for my joy, Mm -hmm. it's going to really be a roller coaster ride. Yeah. So there's a difference between joy and happiness, Mm -hmm. right? And being happy as a, like, I'm happy that I got the front parking space, Mm -hmm. but I can not feel joy while I feel happy about the parking Mm -hmm. space, right? Where other things could be happening in life that's super challenging, but I'm going to feel joy and I'm going to choose joy Mm -hmm. within despite. And I think that that's really where I want to focus today because joy might be more of a function of trust and faith and potentially gratitude than happy in circumstance and people. Yeah. And so what happens in life when, you know, there are things that are really stressful and we've, you know, we've got two years just about, yeah, we're now, yeah, we're at two years of the pandemic you know, and so everybody's felt stress. Yeah. And there was stress before that. There's relational stress and financial stress. We've already listed all these things of stress in just, mm-hmm. a, just a couple episodes ago. The question is, when all of that is happening, it's swirling all around us, mm-hmm. how do we find joy in the midst of all that? That's the key. Definitely. I think as I was thinking about this topic and as I was searching for my, like, what's the research on joy? Mm-hmm. What what statistics can I pull out on joy? Everything not kept failing me because then that means it sounds like the statistics aren't true. They are. There's all of that stuff. But right. for me, it's like, that's not the rubber meeting the road. Like, what does it truly mean to feel joy and be in the yuck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as you've titled this? And what does it look like to feel joy in the midst of everything crumbling around you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that looks different for everyone. And that's the hard thing about joy Mm -hmm. is that I can't be like A plus B plus C equals joy. It's Mm -hmm. like, what does this look like for you? Mm -hmm. What circumstance can you take and turn it around for good? Mm -hmm. Because I think our big T and little T trauma can also define how we look at joy. Mm -hmm. And so because I can't define your big T and little T trauma, I can't define what is going to make you feel joy. Right, right. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the difference in what could help someone to feel joy. I mentioned, you know, faith and trust. Mm -hmm. There are times in life when things are happening and I don't feel joyful but I can choose joy because I trust that God has a plan and he paints on a canvas bigger than I can see. Mm -hmm. And so I choose to have joy, not because everything in life is great, 
not because it's an inappropriate time to have joy, but because I trust Mm -hmm. and I have faith in the one who holds the outcome. Mm -hmm. And so that gives me the assurance Mm -hmm. that allows me to still feel joy. Depending on the circumstances, we might feel guilty experiencing joy in the midst of a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, what are we choosing to allow ourselves to feel? Absolutely. And I know before we started the conversation and recording, you had said, I think when we're talking about joy, we're really talking about gratitude. So for me, my joy rests in trust and faith, right? Mm -hmm. Talk about gratitude for you and how those tie together for you. Mm -hmm. So man, I don't want to repeat what I said in November. So I'm going to really try hard not to. But basically, to me, it's the little things. If you're in Florida, and you're enjoying the beach mm-hmm. and the scenes that come with Florida. But the whole week it's raining. You can either choose to be like, shoot, it rained all week right. while I was on the beach. Right. Or you could be like, we were able to walk around and it didn't rain every single second. And so we enjoyed the beach more in the two hours of time that we had that it was sunny for a second between the clouds because that was the meaningful part of it. Or you could come back and be like, it rained the whole week. Right. And so I think that's, uh, to me, that's like seeing the little things. So it's a choice. Mm -hmm. And for me, there's always something to be thankful for. There's always something like that. I think about when you go to Walmart and you're like, frustrated. Actually, I was at a store yesterday and this lady was looking at something in front of me and it looked like she could have cut me in line to check out. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and goes, Oh, I'm just looking at this stuff. And I go, you're fine. Like, even if you did cut me, like I wouldn't yell, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't like, it's not a big deal. And she goes, I really appreciate you saying that. And I don't know why she appreciated me Mm -hmm. saying that, but I was just like, I'm not in a hurry. It's not a big deal. Like mm-hmm. we're all going to get out of here eventually. So her response to me, she could have been like, oh, ha ha ha. But it was just like, you could tell she was, thank you. That right. meant a lot to me that you just said that and didn't choose to go to the, go to the negative thing and be like, excuse me, I'm in line or right. whatever, because right. that's what people do. And so I just really think it's all about mindset and choices And you can choose gratitude and hope. I think, well, for me, the opposite of gratitude is hope. And so what does that look like? Well, if I'm struggling to be like, let's say I've had a loved one pass. And this particular loved one was like a grandma to me. And love that woman. (laughs) like, And she's, Mm -hmm. you know, still love her to this day. And, And I can think about her death and be so frustrated of like, why I should have, I could have, I wish I would have. But instead of doing that, I lo- I'm like, I have hope because I know that she is in a better place. God needed her more than me, obviously. Mm-hmm. There, there was so many different things. And so, yes, there's gratitude. And yes, the time I had with her was cherished. But if I go that route, then I'm, it makes me go to that. Well, I wish I would have said. And so if I choose hope, it's like that hope that again, I will see her and we will, you know, be together again. And so I know that 
I tried to use grief because that's a storm and people, people really struggle with grief and see that as a storm. And so for me, that's where the joy lies is plain joy, like Mm -hmm. inside out. If you've seen the movie inside out, like I think of joy who's played by Amy Poehler and she's so bouncy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I'm Mm -hmm. just, you know, the character in and of herself is just so bouncy and wants everyone to, you know, continue to get along and continue the memories and she wants to touch all of the memories and make them happy because she doesn't want those sad emotions, but it's good to feel. There's joy in that too. And she found in the midst of the movie that sometimes sadness is needed in order to really experience true joy. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know what comfort is until you need it. You don't appreciate it, you know, until you need it. Absolutely. Um, and you don't appreciate grace until you receive it. Exactly. And so that's what you're saying. It's like, <clears throat> there's a time and space. I'm going to, I'm going to re- read back to you. I was taking notes as you were talking here that joy is a feeling. So we choose it mm-hmm. despite circumstances, which means because it's a feeling, we have to focus by fixing our thoughts on mm-hmm. joy. Our, our feelings will follow what our thoughts thought patterns are yes that if we pick gratitude and faith and in in your uh, scenario hope that it can lead to feeling that joy if we choose gratitude and we choose to have faith and we choose to have hope it can bring that joy and then the last thing I heard you say was that you didn't use the word contagious but in your example of the inside out that joy can be contagious like if I am in your presence and you're full of joy, mm-hmm. that I can feel your joy and potentially like I receive benefit from mm-hmm. your joy if I'm not resistant or resentful of the mm-hmm. fact that you're experiencing joy. Mm-hmm. I um, think joy is the reason why people put their Christmas decorations up in October. People want joy. Yeah. Like your Christmas decorations automatically make you happy. Like, I don't know if you've ever sat and read a book in the light of a Christmas tree, but come on. Right. With the record player on and the Christmas. Right. Sign me up every night. Right. Please. It's great to just like pause. And even though nothing right. about that situation to some people is joyful. Right. All of the joy. Right. And Christmases mean different things for different people, right? So listeners can be like, not me. I don't want mm-hmm. that Christmas. But that's the thing. And if you're listening, the point of this is how do you, when you don't feel joy, but you know you should, right? Or Mm -hmm. you feel like, why am I not experiencing joy? I want this deep, assured joy in my Mm -hmm. life and I'm not experiencing it. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is, for one, know that it's not based on your circumstances because we know lots of people that seem to have a really great life Oh yeah, from the outside looking in. And they are not experiencing joy. There's, there's not joy. There's not that inner Mm-mm. joy that people want and, and really crave. We also know people, you know, in the line that we do, we see this, people who come in and they have, like you said, all kinds of horrific backgrounds and relationships that are hurting and, and yet they experience joy. And so what we can say is if you're listening and you're saying, I just don't feel joy Mm -hmm. and I really want to feel joy. What we're saying to you is it's not based on your circumstances. So don't wait until you get married 
Don't wait until you get that job. Don't wait until you graduate. Don't wait for whatever you think is the milestone that's going to bring you joy. If you're not experiencing joy today, Mm -hmm. those changes aren't going to bring you joy. Mm -hmm. And so it's a matter of what are you fixing your thoughts on? Mm -hmm. Are you choosing to look at things through the lens of faith and hope Mm -hmm. and trusting that God has a bigger plan? Are you focusing on the elements of life that you can be grateful for, that you that you can be no matter how small they are, you know, the moments Mm -hmm. of no rain. Mm -hmm. And are you around other people who experience joy? Because if we know there's a little bit of a contagious element to joy, Mm -hmm. who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with people who, who talk about joy and feel joy and choose joy and choose faith and hope? Yeah. And they can inspire you to that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying, I just don't feel it. That's what I really want to, based on what you're saying, Britt, is like, I really want to challenge people. What are you choosing your, to fix your thoughts on? Mm-hmm. Are you waiting for a milestone before you feel it? Yeah. Who are you experiencing life with? And are they reminding you of joy? Mm-hmm. I think the other part of that too, you said this earlier, you used the word yet. Mm-hmm. That word to me is like, but. Mm. So when someone says, but mm-hmm. I need blah, 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 and then you hear the excuse. Right yet is the same thing to me as yep. but. Mm-hmm. And so stop yourself. Right. When right. you start saying, I need to do this. And that hasn't happened yet. Right. Go Ooh. back to your first sentence right. and do that because that's probably what you should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I hear this with money. If I only made fill in the blank. Oh, sure. Um, then, mm-hmm. you know, I would experience you know, peace or Mm -hmm. joy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they make that like, oh, no, no. If I only made, you know, and there was a study done about money too and asking different groups uh, of people um, that made different categories of money, how much they wish they made. And no matter what the amount was, they always wanted a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we can't wait for life to be perfect to choose joy. We have to look for moments of joy, which Mm -hmm. is why this year I'm so focused on hunting beauty because for me, if I'm searching for the beauty in everyday life, mm-hmm. then I know that I'll experience that mm-hmm. joy and it is a choice. Now, what I do want to say, because, you know, we are mental health providers, there's a difference between joy and depression, right? Yeah. So if you're saying, I'm choosing it, I'm not waiting, I have faith, I do trust that God has, you know, a bigger picture, a better plan, a, a plan for my life. Um, I do have the hope of tomorrow and eternity Um, I am around people that are reminding me of joy, but I can't muster it up. Mm -hmm. I can't bring myself Mm -hmm. to... The darkness is too dark. Dark. This is Mm -hmm. a a different conversation. Absolutely. Because if you're you're fixing your thoughts and you're not waiting and there's not envy involved, well, you know, you're not comparing yourself because one of the things, Mm -hmm. if I've said it once, I've said it one billion times. Yes. My kids know it. Comparison is the thief of joy. You know, if you're doing the checklist and you're sitting here saying, it's just not there, I just don't have it, that can be something different, right? That can be more chemical in Mm -hmm. nature, biological in nature. And so there Mm -hmm. might, there might need to be something different. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening and you're saying, I am doing these things, I have done these things, I've got my check off list, but I can't muster it up and I don't know why. Trust us when we say it's not because you don't have enough faith. 
It's not because God doesn't love you. It's not because you don't have a, a future, not any of those things. There might be something chemically going on. Absolutely. Biologically. So if that's you, mm-hmm. don't wait. Don't suffer in that darkness or in those, in those feelings of frustration. Absolutely. Um, there's, you know, in, in that case, please call us. And if it's not us, call your trusted therapist mm-hmm. because there is a way to experience mm-hmm. that joy. And if you're not and you're, you're, you're doing these things that we're talking about, you're like, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. Don't suffer with that mm-hmm. call. And so if you're like, oh, okay, now, now I understand. Give yourself permission Mm-hmm. to experience joy that might be found in other ways, especially mm-hmm. if, if what you're really experiencing is, is depression. Yes. Right. Cl- a true clinical depression of mm-hmm. some sort or anxiety. Yeah. Um, or if you've important. had an event happen in your life and you're like, mm-hmm. this has a before and after. Right. And not like a, oh, before this, I was this person. Right. And after this, I'm a total. Right. I don't right. know. There's like a, there's a difference when something happens to you and you're like, I don't feel happy anymore because this thing happened. Right. That's right. a sign. I know there's a, there's this element of music for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ready to ask you about resources that you would recommend <laughs> to listeners. And I think about your song that uh, when you were going through the time that you shared, and I want to encourage listeners, you know, we'll put that in the show notes, the other one. But when you were experiencing what you went through with your health there was a song, you know, that really brought you uh, peace in the midst of mm-hmm. that song was Raise a Hallelujah. To Raise a Hallelujah. Bethel. Yeah. Yeah. And that song, you know, finding your breath in the midst of song and worship uh, and movement in your body mm-hmm. is something that, I mean, we, we know neurologically, you know, what music does and what movement does oh, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But there's an element of ushering yourself into a place of joy mm-hmm. through music, through worship, mm-hmm. uh, praise and worship that we can't ignore. No. In this conversation. Mm-mm. It's everything, everything, even, um, <laughs> even Adele in the car with the windows down. <laughs> it's therapeutic. Okay. Maybe for you. So <laughs> blaring at the, like She's singing at the top of me. your lungs. She's not for everyone. She isn't for everyone. But the point is, is it's, it could be whatever it is for you. Right. Blake Shelton. (laughs) He's more fun. (laughs) Maybe he's more fun than joy, but yeah. But either way, the fun, Mm -hmm. the fun brings joy. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of like that when you smell that smell. I had this teacher, she didn't last very long in when she was there, but Ever, we all made fun of her because it was so weird. But now, like, I talk about this story in session all the time. It was, like, one of the first days of school, and she opened a new box of crayons. And mm. no joke, she was like, <sighs> the new box of crayons just, just is masterpiece to me. And we were all like, the what? Because right. um, we're in high school. But now, I, like, now you get I understand it. what she right. was going for. Maybe not the context of what she was right, doing right. was a little funky. But, like, that... It's all about that sensory experience mm. that you are getting right. and that's triggering memories in your mind mm-hmm. and the things that are, that are going on. That's, that's what music is. Like it takes you, takes me, I can't speak for anyone else. It takes me to a different place. Right. I'm my best self when I'm listening to music, like fully drowning, can't hear what the person next to you is saying. Right. 
did you just well, talk to me? That's, yeah, and yeah. you know, we know that. We know that research shows the impact of music, good and bad, you know, in terms of what it does mm-hmm. chemically to a body. So that's, there's, it's true. Music can transport you. Mm-hmm. And when I, w- I've, I've heard this story with multiple different people and different things. When I couldn't speak, I could sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I yep. mean, there are people who lose the ability to speak, but when you put on a song to sing, mm-hmm that triggers a memory they sing the whole thing mm-hmm. i've been by a bedside of someone who wanted worship and played his favorite song and he worshiped mm. like it was his not his last day and mm. it was his last day i mean music is powerful right in that and brings joy right tell me don't t- that moment was joy when yeah. he was worshiping jesus right. here on this earth that me- that moment was joy and so it's those things that it's the little things. Right, right. I'll never forget that. I was in high school when that happened. Right. Not understanding. But now as an adult, like mm-hmm. I can't talk about it or I'll, you'll get weepy right, Brit right. on the podcast. But like maybe I was the last person he worshiped with on earth. Right. But ushering him straight into heaven's arms. Yeah. Like that's, that's a powerful joy no one can take from you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So when I was looking up joy... I came across two quotes from none other than C.S. Lewis. All right. And I just thought they were really neat. So this one we were just kind of talking about. Mm -hmm. Joy is the serious business of heaven. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. The other one is joy bursts in our lives when we go about doing the good at hand and not trying to manipulate things and times to achieve joy. Mm. And both of those things just kind of summed up joy for me. Like, yeah, I was at an event a couple weeks ago and the main keynote speaker who I love dearly, he spoke about joy, about heaven. Mm -hmm. And he spoke about heaven in an environment where pretty sure there were a lot of non-Christians in the room. Mm. And he talked about what it will be like, what it looks like. Mm. And then he talked about how hell was real. It was powerful Mm. because I know as a Christian that heaven is the most joyous place that will ever be but you can't talk about the most joyous place that you'll ever be without talking about the latter Mm. as well and so when I read that quote I was just like that is the most joyous place I think about that hymn when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be yeah when we all meet Jesus how about that joyful super joyful and the other one talking about you can't manipulate joy no that's right And that's, that's the main thing. And the last thing I will give you is I'll link this podcast in the show notes, but it is honestly a sermon I go back to quite often that talks about comparison. Mm -hmm. Um, It's by Darren Whitehead. He speaks at Church of the City. He's the pastor at Church of the City in Nashville, Tennessee. And just the way he talks about comparison, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's a sermon that this was came out in February of 2019 and I've listened to it like 10 times since then. So it's, it feels timeless, but just talking about if comparison is a place that you are at, let's pull yourself out of that. And so you can get that back. Mm. You can get that joy. Cause what you said earlier, it's an instant joy killer (laughs) instant. And so let's, let's focus on that 
as a gift to give yourself joy. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, Britt, for sharing. If you want to know more about Britt's story, um, like I said, we'll link that podcast episode in the show notes for this one. Really learning how to experience joy when everything around you seems to be falling apart and what a powerful story you have and that you are so willing to bravely share with us. So those of you listening, remember that joy is a choice based on what you're looking for, not necessarily waiting for, right? So it's, it's a, it's a choice that we have and a place for us to fix our thoughts on. And we find it in different ways based on who we are and our own personalities And if you are in a season where you're like, I do the things that you've just talked about, we really are here to walk you through your journey with you. So please reach out to us when you're ready. We're going to be here. If you have any questions, make sure you put those in a text form or call us to our care line. That would be great. Next month, we're going to start a new series. We're entering into April. I can't believe it. This year is just going so fast, and we're looking forward to beginning that next series with you all. Uh, But until then, make sure you take advantage of these practical solutions for positive change and check out our website and our YouTube channel as well. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. We invite you to follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in this episode. If you have any questions or would like additional information, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at caretochange.org. We thank you again and hope you will join us for more of our podcast conversations.